0: Sure, babies cry a lot. That's their way of communicating their needs. Usually, once they are fed or had a diaper change, they calm down. What happens if they don't stop crying? No matter what you do, it doesn't seem to make a difference. Your baby might have colic. What causes this? How do you manage it? Is there a way to prevent it? Colic is when an infant has frequent, prolonged, and intense crying episodes. It's normal for an infant to cry, but with colic it seems to happen for no apparent reason and no amount of consoling seems to comfort them. An infant is considered to have colic when they cry for 3 or more hours a day, 3 or more days a week, for 3 or more weeks. The episodes occur more often during the evenings and usually start when the infant is about 4 weeks old and decreases considerably by the time they are 3 to 4 months old. Sometimes the crying can seem like screaming or that the infant is in pain and it can cause facial discoloration and body tension. It's important to note that some infants are extremely fussy, even when they're not having crying episodes. The cause of colic is unknown, but thought to be related to a digestive system that isn't fully developed, food allergies or intolerances, overfeeding, underfeeding or infrequent burping, early forms of childhood migraine, Family stress or anxiety, and whether the mother smoked during pregnancy or after delivery. There's been no correlation found between colic and the gender of the child, preterm versus full term pregnancies, and formula fed versus breastfed children. It's important to note that colic doesn't cause any short term or long term health problems for the infant. Colic is very stressful for new parents. It has been shown to cause increases in postpartum depression early cessation of breastfeeding, feeling guilty, exhausted, helpless, or angry, and shaken baby syndrome. Sometimes when parents are trying to calm their child and become frustrated, they might shake or harm the infant in some way. This can cause serious damage to the infant's brain and result in brain damage or death. There are two main goals in the treatment of colic. The first is to soothe the infant as much as possible, By having a variety of interventions because one might work at one time and not another. Some things to try include using a pacifier, going for a ride in the car or stroller, walking around with them, rocking them, giving them a warm bath, rubbing their stomach or back, playing soothing sounds, dimming the lights, and limiting stimulation. Sometimes changes in feeding practices like feeding them upright and burping them frequently during and after feeding can be helpful. Using a curved bottle or one with a collapsible bag will help air from getting into their stomach. In addition, your doctor might recommend trying a different type of formula if you're using that or to change the mother's diet if you're breastfeeding. Some foods that you could be eating and affecting your infant are foods that are common allergens, caffeinated products, cabbage, or onions. The second goal is to help parents get the support they need. When your infant is colicky, it's very taxing. It's okay to need a break, so take turns with your significant other or enlist the help of family and friends. If you're feeling upset, it's a good idea to place your infant in their crib for short periods of time if they're crying so you can collect yourself. Talk to family members, friends, and your child's doctor about what you're feeling. Be sure to eat healthy make time for exercise, and sleep when your baby sleeps. Have a plan in place so if you're feeling overwhelmed, you can call on someone to help you. The key thing to remember is that this is a temporary phase, and it isn't a sign of poor parenting or your baby rejecting you. Since the exact cause is unknown, there isn't a specific way to prevent colic from happening. The key thing to remember is to prevent yourself from becoming exhausted and stressed out to the point that you unintentionally harm your baby. It can be helpful to talk to your child's doctor for recommendations on what to do to help ease your child's symptoms. Colic is a difficult and frustrating experience for many parents. Keep in mind that you're not alone, and it will get better. If you have any questions or concerns about colic, please speak with your child's doctor. If you would like more information, please visit the Cleveland Clinic's colic page. Thank you for spending some time with me today. If you found the material to be valuable and helpful, please tell your friends about us. We're on social media, so like and follow us there to stay up to date on our latest information. You can also sign up for our weekly newsletter on our website. Stay healthy, and please join us next time on Your Health To Go. Now, time for the legal statement. Please keep in mind that the content we provide is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified, competent health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard on Your Health To Go or seen on the Demystifying Your Health site. Demystifying Your Health does not recommend or endorse any specific tests, physicians, products, procedures, opinions, or other information that may be mentioned